0: A-A-L-W.
1: The music concourse can be seen as the cultural heart of Golden Gate Park. This wide oval plaza is filled with fountains and framed by museums, and the bandshell housing the venerable Golden Gate Park Band. Now it's time to head out of this area to go to a place that's even more timeless. This is the Golden Gate Parkcast from KALW Public Media. I'm your host, Hanau Baba. We climb upstairs as we head south. Skateboarders love this area with all its open space and levels. Buses drop off folks heading for the California Academy of Sciences. But we're headed around that building into a wooded area. You'll find people around here are often in a very good mood. And why not? It's beautiful and green, and there's always something nice to see, or hear, or smell. Back in the trees here, you'll find flowers from the writings of William Shakespeare growing. What's in a name? That which we call a rose. By any other name would smell as sweet there's a garden dedicated to English literature's crown prince. You can easily miss it, but once you pass through the entrance gate and walk down a worn brick path, you're transported into an English garden filled with manicured flower beds, trimmed lawns, and people escaping the noise of the city. Jeremy Dalmas visited the garden.
2: Thanks, Tommy. Let me see if I can find it up here. Because, ah, I, I know a bank where on the wild thyme blows, where oxlips and nodding violet grows, quite over canopied with luscious woodbine, with sweet musk roses and with eglantine. There sleeps Titania some time of the night, lulled in these flowers with dances and delight.
3: Joe Shemaleski is scanning a row of bronze plaques. Each one is stamped with quotes from William Shakespeare's works.
2: And that comes from a Midsummer night's dream. We're in the
3: garden of Shakespeare's flowers. It's an enclosed nook of Golden Gate Park that's filled only with plants mentioned in the writings of the Bard. Shemoleski is one of the park's gardeners, and he loves the flowers here.
2: Along the fence there is the Eglantine roses. What's an Eglantine rose? Oh, I I just found out what it is. It's a great rose. It's an old tea rose, so it spreads, it puts out very nice flower but then you just get this brilliant rose hip behind it and so yeah it's very nice yes oh, cool. <laughs> yeah and so, uh, so that's what that is
3: this garden though it's special is not really
2: unique uh, this is one of several Shakespeare gardens throughout the country and uh, there are several others around the world and they're all basically outlined the same way 17th century uh, classical garden
3: Cleveland Manhattan Vienna Johannesburg all of them have Shakespeare gardens Most of them were built in the early part of the 1900s. This one opened in the summer of 1929. And there's a reason why there are Shakespeare gardens and not Mark Twain or Hemingway gardens. Eric Anderson, the superintendent of Golden Gate Park, says that the Bard's work translates well to landscaping. He mentions plants really vividly and really in depth in in a lot of his works. Do you have a favorite flower here? Or favorite tree? To be honest, I think it's my favorite tree is the cedar here. The tree stretches tall above the flowers, presiding over the entire garden. It's a great specimen, and I suspect that it was one of the original plantings, and it's uh, it's a really beautifully shaped specimen covered in Spanish moss. Lauren Sabadin comes to the garden often. Today, she's lying on a blanket with an old book.
0: I was actually just reading my poetry book and trying to draw some inspiration and do some writing.
3: The book that she's reading from is actually the same age as The Garden, filled with poems from the early 1900s. She reads me part of her favorite one. It's called The Philosopher.
0: And what are you that, missing you, I should be kept awake as many nights as there are days with weeping for your sake? And what are you that, missing you, as many days as crawl, I should be listening to the wind and looking at the wall. I know a man that's braver man, and 20 men as kind. And what are you, that you should be the one man in my mind? That's mm-hmm. so nice. Yes, she has Who a crush on a philosopher. <laughs> Edna St. Vincent Millay.
3: Beyond inspiration, Sabadin says the garden offers her a refuge.
0: It's my escape from the bustle of the city streets yeah, come down to just enjoy the beauty and peace and quiet. So I love to read and write and nap down here. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up on my sleep a little bit.
2: You know, uh, uh, uh...
3: Shemaleski, the gardener, is getting ready to leave. He's about to lock up a set of steel shutters that enclose the bust of Shakespeare himself. It's a unique replica of a famous one from the writer's hometown in England. He's holding a quill and looking straight ahead, like he's posing for me. And there's an inscription under the statue. A gift to our city from the town of Stratford-upon-Avon and its former mayor, Archibald Flower. Oh wow, that's lucky that we got it. Yeah,
2: right.
3: Park Superintendent Anderson says they normally keep the statue locked away. Perhaps, back in 1929, you could have valuable busts sitting out in the open, but not so these days. In fact, if you look where there are supposed to be six plaques with Shakespeare quotes, Today, there are only four, and a couple of blank spaces. Those two plaques were wrenched off the wall in 2008, most likely stolen to be sold for scrap metal. No matter how tranquil it may seem here, we are still in the middle of 21st century San Francisco.
1: That story was told by Jeremy Dalmas. You've been listening to the Golden Gate Podcast. Next time, we're heading into another garden, one of the best-smelling spots in San Francisco. The Princess Anne has the nice double-double flower, and it has, like, all the scent. You can smell it just walking by. So that's my favorite. Go give it a whiff. <laughs> Take a moment to smell the roses with us next time on the Golden Gate Parkcast. This podcast is produced by KALW Public Media right here in San Francisco. Our team includes Shirin Adil, David Boyer, Gabe Graben, James Rowlands, Victor Tense, and Ben Trefney. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Hanat Baba.